0: to the ESPN Footy Podcast.
2: G'day everybody, welcome to another episode of the ESPN Footy Podcast, a very special episode, a very off-season episode. Uh, I'm joined by Jake Michaels as I always am and Ron Connolly. Good to have you guys on the panel for today's show in the studio. Uh, as I said, very off-season areas with this episode, but a labour of Jake's love. So today we're going to be doing something called, I guess, Every AFL Club's Mount Rushmore. Uh, so we're going to be taking a look at, I guess, the faces of every club in the AFL, the four people who spring to mind when you talk about Adelaide or you talk about Essendon or you talk about the Western Bulldogs or, or Footscray. So it's going to be a um, it's going to be a long day, Jake. It is. Firstly, yes. welcome along to you. And thank you for coming up with this idea because, uh, as Rowan and I have talked about off the top, we're very into it. Uh, and uh, we put a lot of labour of love into this, uh, as we kind of said, but uh, there's a lot of work to go into it.
0: Well, as you know, this was an idea that we sort of had... Probably three years ago, if we're, if we're being honest. <laughs> COVID, uh, ideas. It never really got off the ground uh, due to a, a myriad reasons, but it finally is up and running now. We're excited. We've spent a lot of time researching all these teams and all the going through everything, really. And there are so many players uh, to consider when you're doing something like this. It's extremely
1: tricky and it's extremely subjective as well. And, and, and yeah, you've really got to sort of nail the criteria, don't you? And, and like we should say at the outset, we're not talking about coaches, otherwise... Yes. It would be different. We're, we're just talking about players. I think it
0: just adds another sort of
1: curveball and another yeah. sort of element to to you know The most iconic well. players
2: to
0: pull on the Guernsey,
1: that's basically. It, that's Which it. is, yeah, and, and that's sort of half the fun, isn't it? Because often you're sort of weighing up records yep. against status. And, mm-hmm. the, you know, it's not always the numbers that dictate whether someone's an icon of a club, as will become clear. I can say, though, that just in preparation, every single person I've mentioned this to has gone... Great idea. So pressure's on. Jake. <laughs> well,
0: we're going to deliver now.
1: Yeah. So as we said, players only is kind of going to be the vibe here. Uh,
2: stats don't mean absolutely everything, but and, they and do mean they do mean enough. Like of course you, they do. Like yes. You, that has to play into something. You know. Pre- you know But but if there's a if there's a player who's who's just iconic and has played for a club and they only played two hundred games, do you cons- I mean, this is what we're going to have to go yeah. through, and this is where the the, the challenge lies. Well, there's will and there's, like, there's will, a fine
1: line. I mean, you don't. You know, Clive Waterhouse. Doesn't get on free medals as Spoiler iconic alert, as he goodness. is. Well, you know, I mean, there's there's a balance here <laughs> yes, and there between record know, and
2: and some clubs will be a, a bit easier to do, and, and yeah. that's that's fine. And some clubs will be very difficult. I think one of the clubs, that, like just off the top of your head, when you think of this kind of exercise, uh, you think of Hawthorne being just one of the hardest to walk onto, and you know, for a club that's had a lot of recent success. Yep. We might struggle to get some of the guys that were
0: pivotal to that success yeah. onto that that Mount Rushmore. And, and it's worth stressing now, it, it, in all honesty, like we don't have the list. We've got a, a list. We've got names. Yes. We've got all the research. What we learning we're as learning as you're learning. But we don't actually, we haven't agreed or settled on a list yet, so there's going to be a lot of debate yes. back and forth, I oh, imagine, it's, as it's we do it. <laughs> there's
1: going to be fisticuffs, Jake. I'm prepared to fight to the death over here. See, that's
0: why I wanted to sit over here, I wanted to be as far away from you as possible. Well, the great thing about having
2: uh, Ryan, thank you very much for coming in, uh, you're sounding very throaty, so I appreciate you coming on when you might not be fully uh, uh, it's just fit my Bar- it's
1: just my Barry White impersonation.
2: <laughs> but we've got you on, I guess, you know, with all due respect, for a slightly more historical perspective, uh, both of us sort of being slightly younger generation and, and and this is going to be part of the challenge as well is looking at recency bias and how much credence you give guys that have that have played more recently mm. but also, not trying to give too much credence to guys that played so long ago that not many people either have vision of these guys or you know just because they've been iconic names for so long do they get on
1: uh, look i'm very happy to play the old codger role i thought i it was it was <laughs> thought it was a step too far you guys what? tell me don't bring a laptop oh, so no, we can just on. perpetuate <laughs> the myth i can actually use a laptop, have got a laptop, everyone. laptop? <laughs> i have got a laptop in fact my details are all on my phone, so I'm pushing the argument that I'm actually more contemporary than you guys with <laughs> Fair your enough. silly old laptop. <laughs> good stuff. So we're going to do this uh, in three parts because I think it might be a bit of a long one. So I think so,
0: Maybe yeah. those
2: long uh, Christmas Day drives or, or whenever you might be listening to this, uh, yeah. a good opportunity to chuck it on. Have a debate with us. Yell at the radio um, or the TV if you are watching or this in our set, studio. Or Crystal Set
1: if you're... Um, yeah. my, you don't even know what no, no, Crystal no, Set No, you're <laughs> really showing your age <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, three parts. We'll probably go
2: six clubs, six clubs, six clubs. I think so. Six, six, Adelaide- six works well Six, 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 six. Very
0: good. Um, and I think... Let us know. Like I, I mean, we'll talk about this uh, as we go through. And by the time we get to the end, I imagine we might sort of recap all the, the fours. that we, we are going to settle on four for each club and let us know um, who you guys think deserves to be on it, where we got it right, where we got it wrong. You can find us on the socials uh, at Twitter or X, we are at Footy Tips, uh, but
2: we might as well, I guess, crack into it. And so the first club, the first cab off the rank, Adelaide Crows, one of the clubs that probably hasn't been around as as long as others, obviously, uh, but still a difficult
0: discussion, I think, Jake, and and maybe I might throw to you to, uh, to kick things off. Yeah, well it is, and like we said before, you, you're weighing up so many different things when it comes to or any club. Um, I think you'll find themes as we go through through club by club that there's probably one or two absolute locks for each club, mm. and then you're sort of debating debating the other two spots. And I think it's pretty clear when we can start with Adelaide that the the two locks, and we'll I mean at least for me, I think you guys might agree, would be Andrew McLeod probably one, and then sort of one A is Mark Rashudo. I think they're, they're the two that no, I don't think anyone's going to have any problem with. Uh, Those two guys being on the club, being on the the Mount Rushmore. I mean, Andrew McLeod, one of the best players that I've ever seen play. Uh, He's got most games for the club, 346 most goals, uh, two flags, and and obviously the two Norm Smith medals, um, which just enhances his legacy as well. Five All-Australians and Mark Rasciuto as well. He's top five in in goals, top five in games, Brownlow medal, and eight All-Australians, two of them. Uh, named as captain, so I don't think there's anyone, anyone's going to have tro- any problem with those two guys being on it.
1: No, no, and the only, um, they're, they're actually very close in my view, and Rusciuto unfortunately was injured and missed out on 97, got to play in 98, but um, McLeod, I, I think we see more of because of his media career. Mm. But McLeod is one, everyone just goes, oh, absolute super champion. I think longer time goes on, sometimes you forget exactly how good Rashudo was. I mean, he was a real bull of a, mm. a midfielder and, and so consistent and a proven big occasion player and, and eighth All-Australians. It's, it's pretty remarkable. Do you, think, do
0: you think Mark Rusciuto would have been, I mean, I don't know, we're not talking like 50 years apart, but would he be a better player or more appreciated in today's
1: game? um that's a good question he probably I, I reckon I feel like he played his career as we saw that transition Transi- yeah. towards it's the bigger point. body midfielder yeah so maybe maybe he could have been uh more fated had he started a bit mm. later I think that's a valid point but in just extending what you're saying too about the two locks mm. this is a difficulty with Adelaide they're a relatively new club and yet that joust for the other two four. On Rushmore, for those not up on their American history, <laughs> yes, the um, joust for the other two spots is really intense yep. and there's some great candidates. So, look, I'll give you a couple of the candidates I'm thinking of for the other two. You have yeah, up right. a couple. Well, um, for me, number three for Adelaide, it's not crystal clear, but in the end it probably was clear-ish. And that's Simon Goodwin, 275 games, two premierships, three best and fairest, five All-Australians. Yep. Um, and just thinking about that record too, one of the, I, I go back to that 97 flag they won, they were remarkable, those 97 and 98 mm. premierships. But one of the great things about their win in 97 was there was a, a group of guys who were real newcomers into the football scene and Goodwin was one of them. Mm. He, he, he was pivotal in their, both their preliminary final and grand final wins in 97, he had a handful of games under his belt at that stage. So yeah. it gives you an idea of just how good a player he was. Another who I think his prowess purely as a player has sort of been diminished a bit just by the passage of time.
0: Yeah, I think it, it, you said something before when you're talking about Mark Rusciuto, and the same sort of thing can be said for Simon Goodwin. Players that are now in the public eye, whether it's through media or obviously coaching in Simon Goodwin's case, Mm. do we give them a little bit more than say someone like Andrew McLeod who we we don't really hear much from? Like it's something I hadn't thought about before. It's very likely and I think it might happen more with a club like Adelaide
2: than it might other clubs and I think this is purely because I think, sorry, it'll happen with other clubs more so than Adelaide because Mm. there are more highlights of the guys. So if you want to go back and look at um, Andrew McLeod highlights, it's pretty easy to do Uh, and I, I think you know, to the point back back on him for yeah. a, a, like a very brief second. I, I think I remember reading about draftees and they were talking about their heroes and they were still naming him mm. as like this sort of prototypical dasher who who just was so silky with the ball. Yep. And that that's kind of the point is 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 these guys who are um, icons of their club. You can still go and see what you need to see. Mm. Whereas there are going to be like clubs that have you know a hundred year old history where you're just not going to know enough about them. And so. I wonder about that, but I think that we're kind of, with the Crows, you're kind of still mo- like mm. they're my modern enough club that, you know, if you really want to go and seek these these guys' highlights out, you can go and find them.
1: Yeah. Incidentally, just when you mentioned Silky about McLeod, you know the aspect of he, of him as a champion that I think gets overlooked is how tough, tough he was. He was tough. Yeah. And and in Aren't the best? They all tough? Yeah, but in the best <laughs> yeah, in the best possible way. Yeah, just yeah. just a real hard nut, yeah. you know. And and also actually taller than you, he played taller than his size as well so he just encompassed everything really and yeah I'm always, I don't know why I'm saying that because we're not <laughs> needing to prove his claims but uh, there, there's no sorry just do your thunder Jake there's another good example I think perhaps our first example of the guy whose numbers don't necessarily match the others but whose deeds and status do mm. and that is Mark Bickley the captain mm. of those 9798 Premiership sites.
0: Yeah, well, speaking of players that I mean, he certainly got the um, the, the numbers to back it up. It wasn't didn't play his whole career there, and, and a name that sort of got thrown out and thought, gee, he's definitely a chance to make this. Mm. And that's Eddie Betts when you look at him and, and the sort of Eddie sort Betts? of figure that he has become. You for talk the about Crows. icons and goals of the year
2: and Eddie's pocket. And he's what got he... his
0: own pocket at Adelaide, Oval, as everyone knows. He's one of the most beloved players to have played for that club. 132 games only, but 310 goals, and and we know that ratio. Third on the list for the crows. That
1: ratio is pretty strong for for this era. So I don't want I don't want to catch you out here, but what uh, 310 goals for the crows? How do you can you tell us how I many I think it's similar.
0: I think it. Oh. so it's Ooh. about a
1: fifty-fifty <sighs> yeah. split, without effect.
0: without checking it. Um, three all Australians. Three thirty for Carlton. Uh, four-time leading goal kicker and three goal of the years. I mean. Those th- goal of the years might not be an award when you're talking about who's the best player of all time. It's a bit, you know, yes. it's a bit fluky. But it's like you can't rely on that for who's the best player. But I think that does add to his legacy of what he was and the kind of player that he was for the Crows. And I think, and I, you know, as listeners know, I'm a Carlton supporter. I still think of Eddie. As, As an, Adelaide, an Adelaide player, that's interesting. more so than a Carlton Yeah, I think, I, know played, too. I think he yeah, considered I think he played his too. better footy the, at
2: the Crows. Yeah. So you talk about icons, and you talk about awards like Goal of the Year. There is there's another player that we could mention who who gave Mark of the Year a shake a few times. Uh, and you Brett talk Bird? about. <laughs> yes. Is that what you're no, say? no, it wasn't. But I like where you're <laughs> thinking with that. Um, uh, iconic call, Modra. Oh, yeah. And so oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you talk about uh, Adelaide uh, iconic figures. You know. The, the real Camry Crows era, yeah. Modra is one of those guys who, again, didn't play his whole career at the mm. club, didn't, you know, but played probably is arguably his arguably his best footy there. Yep. Yeah. And, and and when you talk about, you know, guys that pulled on the Guernsey, he's one that, that springs to mind. And you yep. know
1: what? I, I reckon uh, a bit stiff too in that he did his knee in that 97 preliminary yes. final, cost him playing the premiership, was borderline to play in that 98 side, but in the end couldn't in so he ends up not playing Premiership but and I think that has to that has to affect it, it, it does sort of but thing. if you I, you know you, you say Modra I immediately think of 1993 he was what Gary Ablett became he was as big a name as there was in football in 1993 you know the, the marks the 100 100 plus 120 odd goals mm-hmm. I think for that season the mark of the year so many candidates the mark of the year Absolute star. You know, mm. and that that particular I mean he did it for longer than that season, really, up to ninety-seven. So you're talking about a span of probably five seasons. Yep. But he was as big a name as the game has seen in that five. So I think it's a really good call. And I'm sort of I'm a bit dirty on myself for not having put him on the shortlist. Well, wasn't on of, the short Mentioned
2: him before, but the other candidate probably is the
1: is is Taylor Walker.
0: Well, Taylor Walker, I, when I Started going through these, and I uh, I was jotting names down, and and just sort of looking at numbers and all of that. Taylor Walker might surprise a lot of people. Like with he has kicked the most goals for the Crows, and by a fair margin too. Mm. Most goal assists as well. He's been a player that looked like his career was over a few years ago, um, and has managed to just. Resurrected. I mean, it, it's so when you actually,
1: able to do. so hopefully we've got the same numbers here. But six hundred and twelve goals, mm. seven-time leading goal kicker. Yeah, mm. you know that's. And, that's and, and this is where we start having the discussion
2: of flags versus no flags. Yeah. And yes, you've got individual success and individual accolades, yeah. but you know when it compares to, especially a club that has had success
0: in the you know yeah. quote unquote modern era ish. And and also to to that point that we're going back, you know, five five or six years ago, the Crows had maybe the best forward line in the comp.
1: So it wasn't like he was just the only guy that was there and he was kicking goals. This is where Adelaide's flags are probably a bit more deceptive than other clubs because, with all due respect, they're about the fourth or fifth best side in the competition both years they won the flag. (laughs) Mm. Whereas... In 05 and 06, yes. when they didn't even get to a grand final, they were the best side in the competition. Yeah, minor premiers,
2: one of those yeah. years, I'm pretty sure. So
1: you shouldn't pay too high a penalty okay. for not playing in the So where are we going to go? Because I think
0: you said one well, or two we, are we, pretty locked in. Yeah, and we, well, haven't, we haven't even mentioned Scott Thompson or Tyson Edwards as well. No, it was
1: another one we haven't. haven't you yeah, so. haven't mentioned, <laughs> who, who actually I'm going to lobby, I think, for my fourth, and that is Ben Hart. Yep. Uh, magnificent defender, 311 games, played in both those premierships four-time All-Australian, but Hart was, you know, he was smart, he, he was uh, versatile, could play on tools, and smaller opponents. The, you say Ben Hart, the image that always comes to mind for me is the 98 grand final, in which Adelaide went to the half-time break four goals down, should have been ten goals down, mm-hmm. but had it not been for Ben Hart, there is no way they would have even been in the race to come back and win that grand final. He was a, a seriously good player, and well, you know, I'm gonna lobby my. I, I, is he more? I've, of a, I've see, got him in my four. See, is he more of an icon than Eddie Betts? though? no, no icon, way. Icon, yeah. No, I'm not Mount even, Rushmore, but does Eddie
0: Betts sit
2: comfortably on the Mount Rushmore if you
0: are a Carlton fan and you're looking at that? I,
1: I, I, Betts for me is on it if you combine both clubs, but we're not doing. <gasps> we're not that. Doing
0: No, that. so so that's another
1: important so point McLeod, as
0: well. Rashida. So everything you've done outside of the club, we're looking at. Basically, it doesn't count. Yeah. Um, yeah so let, so let's, let's do it. Yeah, McLeod and Raschudo, they're on there, and then yeah. it's two of the other two. I, I, I think, I think Texas on there. I think.
1: See, I think Goodwin. Oh, I've re- got Goodwin good easily. I think Goodwin's for the third pick, and then and then, yeah, yeah we're th- arguing over fourth. Yeah. yeah. And so so who our nominee? Well, I'm lobbying hard for Ben Hart. You reckon Eddie Betts? I, I think I would have Betts
0: or Walker over Hart.
1: You reckon Walker? I think mean Walker?
0: Maybe it's Tex. I mean, he has kicked
1: the most goals for the club comfortably. I I can, and he's not yet done. Apologies, Ben, but I I can, I can with the stiff
2: list. We'll have a hell of a (laughs) stiff list after this. it Will be your best twenty-two. No, no,
1: I think I think Walker. So we're giving it to Tex over over Eddie.
0: I think think just one hundred and thirty-two games, and as you'll see as we go on, I mean. I'm sure we will have some players that have played twice,
1: twice as many goals. Yeah, with all due respect to Eddie, and seven-time leading goal kicker. Yeah, Um, and and that mustache. All right. (laughs) Well, that's one club down. 17 to go. Go through them again: McLeod, (laughs) (laughs) Rashudo, Goodwin, (laughs) Goodwin, and
0: Walker. Walker. Yeah, pretty solid. Not bad. Not bad. We Uh, we won't have to rank all 18 by the end of it. Oh gosh, that's a, that's another episode. Who that's would another win a four on four? <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: uh, we are going to move on to club number two, uh, the Brisbane Lions. Now, there was a bit of conjecture leading into this podcast uh, as to what the Brisbane Lions meant and, and how we define them, and we've come or, up or with yeah. and we've come up with the uh, I guess the idea that it's going to be uh, the Brisbane Lions era, and and there's a few reasons to this. I think the way that the Fitzroy era ended, Rowan was. Was disappointing to say the least in terms of the fans and and the way that it was handled by the league so
1: mm.
2: it's kind of just a bit um i don't know it'd almost be a disservice to to lump them into the same uh, i think so
1: it was a i mean for those old enough to remember and i reported on the whole thing you know it was a merger yes you know and and i mean fitzroy for the record they wanted to merge with north melbourne yeah it got torpedoed by the other clubs and the afl who were worried about them becoming too strong I'll just throw a cat among the pigeons here. What about the Brisbane Bears component of this? Because you're talking 1987. Yeah, so there is a bit of crossover. There's a little bit of crossover. So and I think that's that's fine. Yeah,
2: Brisbane
0: yeah. Bears yeah. slash Brisbane Lions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there is going to be a bit of crossover. No, I think that's fair enough. Well,
2: Jake, where do we want to start? Because when you talk about successful clubs that won multiple premierships and in a row, uh, it goes Adelaide and then it goes Brisbane and we're, we're, the, we're right there again.
0: Yeah, and I think it's probably easy to start with the lock or locks, but it's also important to not just gloss over them and forget to acknowledge how great these players were. Yes. So you speak of uh, the the back-to-back-to-back for the Lions. Uh, who was their captain? Michael Voss. I think he's probably the first guy uh, picked for this. Triple Premiership captain, Brownlow medalist, five-time club, best and fairest. And you're talking about an era, like, a phenomenal era. On-field
2: leadership I and mean, the iconic scenes of of him and Scott Burns uh, and and just just the way that he carried himself on the field. You talk about you know big bruising leaders in yeah. those midfielders well, who well, big bodied.
1: And and I've got to say this too. There should be another gong there that isn't, and that is Norm Smith, because uh, famously or infamously, his last five minutes in that two thousand and two Grand Final won them that game. Yes. And, uh, of Well, course, the way the voting goes is... Well, correct. Yes. I mean, the, the votes were gathered before that last five minutes, and but, and no disrespect to Nathan Buckley. Yes. But had the votes been collected what? at the end of the game, yes. I reckon Vossi would have won. And, and
0: not to go on a tangent there, but it still is
1: like that, as far as I'm aware. Can I tell a... It's not out of school. <laughs> can I? No, I should tell this story. Because you've done the norms with voting a couple of times, I've done it you? twice. I did it in 1995, when Greg Williams won. Yep. And I did it in 2006, when Andrew Embley won. That was one of the biggest stitch-ups of all time. Chris Judd robbed. No, I don't. well, we all, <laughs> everyone who voted in '06 gave gave, gave Emily the three votes. But what what I will never forget is that there'd been this big controversy about when the votes were collected. Yes. So they made a big production of you won't have to, yeah, you know, the votes won't be collected until the end of the game. So it's the 06 Grand Final. It's a, literally a point. The difference. Yeah. I get the tap on the shoulder five minutes to the game, saying, "Where's your votes?" And I Come said, on. Are you serious? So I just refuse to. 2006
2: is
0: easy. Just send a text
1: to whoever's <laughs> I think, on the no, ground. Hey, be- hey I- knackers, this is I- my.
2: And your
0: point was they want them. They want them- they want them before the game's finished. Yeah, and, for, and, yes, and, uh, and, that's, that's
1: the. That's yeah. the point. And I didn't look. To be fair, I didn't completely golf crew as I have in other <laughs> occasions. But I said, <laughs> "Hey, hang on." It's one point the difference. I'm not. I'm not giving you the votes yeah, yet. Someone kicks
2: a winning goal. Anyway, and the I, I, of the I'm, day.
1: I'm very miffed by you saying what you just said. We all voted on him. I know. I was BA very team, disappointed but. by
2: that. <laughs> 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 anyway. All right. So let's get back onto track. Uh, so Voss. Yeah. Vos, Voss is, is your number one. Oh,
0: I think pretty clearly. I yeah, mean, for I think it's going to be similar to McLeod with the Crows. I don't think too many people. Are going to be uh, bothered by that? Two hundred eighty-nine games, two hundred forty-five goals. One of the great midfielders of the era. Yeah. Um, and one of the best players um, of the modern era. Do we call? Do we call Bossy yeah, the so. modern era?
1: Well, What's a, the modern era? Well, well it, I don't know. Two thousand plus. I, I don't know. I think modern era to me now is probably AFL era. So nineteen ninety oh, okay. onwards. Yeah.
2: Okay. A very large modern era. Uh, okay. And then if you had to go next down, who's next down?
1: Oh, that to me is pretty clear. Um, Simon Black. Uh, It's it's always funny with this because it's like, someone will say, oh, this is easy, and then you think, is it going to be the same person I've got? (laughs) Well, I (laughs) mean, Brisbane's... For me, Brisbane, there's five standouts, and the four have to come from those five. But for me, if I'm ranking them, Black is second for me behind Voss. 322 games, three premierships, a Brownlow, a Norm Smith three best and fairest, three All-Australians. And one of the most admired and respected players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and again, you know, I talked about um, McLeod. Black, silky, but tough, really, really tough player. Yep. And one of the great individual uh, grand finals of all time, 39 disposals in that 03 mm. belting of Collingwood. You know, that is one of the great individual grand final performances. Mm. So this is where it comes back a bit to. I
0: think those two are going to be on regardless of what, whether you're looking at the best players or the Mount Rushmore and the real faces and the legacy and all of that. But I think when you're looking at that sort of who are the faces of the club, I think this next guy really deserves to be either the third or fourth spot, and that's Jonathan Brown. He was. He I mean, was he second really feels. List. He really feels Brisbane. Yeah, absolutely, he does. Uh, and then, and a bit of that might well be. And like I said before. We remember him more because we see him more. Uh, as Potentially, to... but
2: also I think, I think he embodied that, that tough team at the time as well. You know the highlight that everyone keeps seeing is when he's going back with the flight and, and putting himself in harm's way, and it was just what Brownie did. Um, but like' that's, that's the iconic vision and that, that kind yeah. of sums up that, that team of that era.
1: Can I, I, I'm going to be throwing several cats among the pigeons it appears. Can I okay, don't don't I haven't got him.
2: Yeah, what? okay. See, see I, this was the point. I was gonna, actually going to say this before you jumped in. I was going to say, but he wasn't the best forward in the league at the time. It's and, not like and, he's ever yeah. been... I mean, he was obviously their number one. He's the, the club's leading goal kicker, I guess, that, that you know when we're talking about Five the, the Brisbane Lions. Yep. Um, but, you know, in terms of that era, I think the AFL was blessed with key forwards that were kicking more goals. Well, the other
1: thing too is,
0: I, I think, and probably... Actually, can you give us these numbers? Or, or... Yeah, quick little stat line on uh, Jonathan Brown. So, obviously, triple premiership player as well. How many games? Uh, he played 256 games, 594 yep. goals, won a Coleman medal, five-time club leading goal kicker. And probably something that surprised me when I was looking up some Jonathan Brown numbers was only two All-Australians. I know what you're saying, but yeah, I would have thought it would have been three or four, but yeah, two or three. See,
1: are you, okay, you were talking about great key forwards. I think I've probably penalised Brownie a bit for playing his best football as the Lions got weaker as yeah. a side. and right? I don't think... Okay. I, which do isn't his fault. He was yeah. a young gun. In, yeah, yeah, it is. But I just want to throw a name in here who I think, and I, I've slipped up here because I've got his total games, not it specifically his games for Brisbane. But Alistair Lynch. Yeah. Hundred and eighty-six for Brisbane. Hundred and eighty-six. Okay. Three time premiership player, six time leading goal kicker. Lynch over Brown. On the on the Mount Rushmore. Jeez he was good. Well <sighs> okay. and, and well okay, let, let's let's talk about the totality here. My other two candidates at Rushmore are absolutely worthy. Mm. Now, as annoying as he could be on occasions <laughs> later on post they're... football career, Jason Ackermanis... 325 games, three premierships, Brownlow, won the goal-kicking twice, saw them, two best and fairest, four All-Australian, and then the guy who was the fourth musketeer, if you like, and sort of the quietest one, yes. Nigel Lappin. Yes. 279 games, Yes, three premierships, one best and fairest, four All-Australians.
0: I think... I think there's a no disrespect to Nigel Lappin, but I think he's a step down from every other player we've mentioned so far. Do you
1: agree? Oh, for me, I'm looking at that now, and I, I granted what you're saying about Brown, but for me, Acker is a lock. Yeah, A lock. I, I yeah. tend to think... I can agree I to, think I can Acker, around Madison, around that, yeah. Brown are in the same class of
0: iconic player, iconic Brisbane. Um, How many <laughs> games Brown again? 256. So we played more than... Goals? 594. Best and (laughs) Ferris? Never won a Best and Ferris Leading goal kicker Five times So Lynch was six um, Brown was five I don't think you have both on I think it's one of them
1: Yeah well Lynch uh, Some of Lynch's Might have been with Fitzroy I might have slipped up there Yeah Yes. No. Look, I'll I'll, once I'll climb down. I'll give you brown if you give me. He's putting some. He's putting some some credits in the bank for later. The the bombers are coming up.
0: Um, (laughs) I, I want to throw up a name. Not in no way am I saying the guy deserves to be on it, but it's almost a. Let's extrapolate the career a little bit more. Lockie Neal, what he's done in hundred and eleven so games. So
2: this was gonna be my next point is is and we, we probably should have done extrapolate. I love you using A little going. bit more um, <laughs> for the Crows as well. But but current players you can see making a run for this and, and you know you talk Lockie Neal has played a lot of footy at Frio, but the what he's been able to yeah. achieve at Brisbane you so cannot he, argue so with.
0: He got there when the club was Shocking! He's played 111 games, five seasons, has a winning percentage of 68. percent He's won two Brownlows in the five years, and could easily have been three, which yeah. he should have been three. Um, averaging 25 Brownlow votes a season as a lion, he's the captain, three All Australians again, should have been four, uh, and three club best and fairest. Again, this is in five years. This isn't. This is a. Yeah, this is a phenomenal career for a lot of people. Yeah. So I'm not. I know everyone knows I'm a big Lockie Neal fan, but. Mm. I'm not saying he's going to get on, and he's not getting on in, in at the moment ahead of any of those four or five names that we've said.
1: Yeah, but it's a definite if watch this but space. If,
0: watch this space, but also if he did start his career um, at the Lions, he's probably on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that is that is a very yeah, another compelling person case. who's who's
2: got some time to go, and and I guess similar to the Eddie Betts mould, came over from an, another club, but has made Brisbane his home and has kicked a Joe lot Dano? of goals. Well, no, I wasn't going to go that way. I was going to go Charlie Cameron. You know, iconic Brisbane of the last five years. Yeah. He's there. Where's the, the, the he in, motorcycle in Brisbane with, goals? He's... He top one, one, two, three, four, six. He's just outside. How many goals? Uh, 273. Yeah. With a
1: asterisk. I don't know why. It's when going. you mention Brisbane and iconic, I started thinking of John Gastev. Johnny, Gastiv. Johnny Gastiv. <laughs> Uh We might start I- moving on. But, you know, just for the
2: sake of argument, there are obviously some names that... Played at Old Fitzroy, that you know would be walk-up starts on if we did a separate one for for that club as well. And there are some names there: uh, Bernie Quinlan,
1: obviously, Hayden Gary Bunton. Wilson, yeah, Hayden Button. Well, Hayden Button, triple Brownlow medalist, um, uh, Kevin Murray, uh, yeah. iconic. Uh, you know, uh, i just this is right off the top of my head. So, Fitzroy you know, icons. We're, we're not Butch ignoring
2: Gale. these guys. You know, it's just Gary Wilson. Kind of what we, for we, exactly yeah,
0: well, as Rowan said off the top, I think it would be a disservice to both by combining them. Um, yeah. as, as one club. Yes. But just to recap what we've got with Brisbane Bears slash Lions. Yes. So we've got Michael Voss, Simon Black, Jason Acker-Manus and Jonathan Brown probably in that in order. In that order?
2: I think so. Okay. Uh, for me, yep. Yeah. I'd swap the order, but I'm happy to So to what, concede. Would you, what would
0: your order? You'd be? swap Acker and I'd Brown? would
2: Brown, then Acker. I'd have Brown ahead of Acker. Yeah, I think so.
0: Nah. Hey, I, I wouldn't be too fast. Is that a dismissive?
2: Very good. So we should, I guess, move on. The Blues, uh, you, you know, one of the clubs that has been around for a okay, long. Okay. Do we do a disclaimer time. here that you guys post very Well, familiar. I think
0: I think the the listener base is very familiar well, with that well, by now. You, you, but you, also, could, you could
2: also sort of say I haven't seen a modicum of success compared to. Uh, That's true. Some so, of my so my contemporaries <laughs> should carry more weight. Well, Yeah. But also,
0: I actually found Carlton. Again, we haven't settled on a four. Yet, as it's probably becoming clear now, but I found Carlton one of the tougher ones to do. I think there are not saying it's they've got the most great players, I think there are other clubs that probably Richmond and Hawthorne probably just turn oh, elite, they're, elite. They're up there, but, but I
1: remember when, yeah. sorry, I'm no, just, I was
0: gonna say, I think there's probably eight to ten legitimate candidates for Carlton that yeah. probably would feel stiff not to be on it.
1: I think when you know, when Carlton were towards the end of that incredibly successful period. We used to talk frequently about how many individual champions that, that club had produced. Yes, the thing is, they a lot of them tend to be concertinated into that era between sixty, well, Barassi's arrival in sixty five and two thousand. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I guess. It's kind of tough to know where to start. Do you start with.?
1: Well, I'll let Rocco kick this one off with your prob- probable lock or two. Yeah, well, the uh, number one for me is pretty obvious in lots of ways. Um, you know, one of the most revered players in the history of the game. When we talk about great Ruckman, yep. everyone talks about John Nichols Hall of Fame legend. And the, the uh, thing about him being that I think he was 6'2. Yep. You know, like his, I think Mar- Marcus Bondopelli, et cetera, are all tall about him. But 328 games, three Premierships, Hall of Fame legend, of which there are now only 31. Correct. Mm. Uh, five best and fairest, two All Australian, captain coach of a yep. Premiership side in 1972, um, and just big, powerful. Big Nick. Uh, big Nick, and one of the best big occasion players of all time. Uh, two performances which stand out 1970 in the, f- the famous comeback against Collingwood. He was huge resting down forward. And then famously, 72, the record score win over Richmond when uh, Percy Jones got switched into the number one ruck role and Big Nick parked himself in the goal square and kicked six goals. He kicked six, Kick, Robert Wall six. Clubs kill, kill for or a ruckman that could do that these
0: days. Well, 300 games, 300 goals is a pretty... Pretty good mark. For, for
1: a guy who's well, not... Well, for anybody. Yes. But, but yeah, I think that's... Oh, particularly in that era. Yeah.
0: I, I'm very comfortable with that as a number one,
2: I think, and, in and, terms of icons look, of the club.
1: And while whilst I'm going, I'm, I'm going to push my luck a bit here and, and give you what... Because one, two, and three are absolute locks for me. Okay. Number two, Alex Jezelenko. Another Hall of Fame legend. Go, okay. n- names don't come any bigger. 279 games, yep. four premierships, Hall of Fame legend... Uh, two all Australia, Australia didn't mean as much, yes. and three can times you, leading can goal. Can you talk hit. about Alex jeselinko
0: a bit more than? Because I think a lot of people know him, for, and, and fair enough, but they
1: know him for the for the mark. The mark. What else? Okay. What else? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was he was sort of ahead of his time. He, you know, he was really not not that tall, you know, but great leap. Incredibly mobile, fantastic at ground level as well as in the air. Mike Williamson, you know, famous commentator of the 60s, 70s, used to call him the worm. You know, he was fantastic at great, cat like reflexes. Um, and so versatile. He could play as a half forward flanker, he could play in the middle. He kicked 100 goals in 1972, playing as like a small key forward. Then, of course, later in the uh, tail end of his career, when he captain coached, Carlton, yeah, another so captain, the Carlton Flake, seventy-nine. He went down back and and became a sort of attacking halfback flanker. Mm. It's pretty remarkable. Oh yeah, no, de- ahead of his time as a player, At- and and you're talking icons and whatever. None bigger than Jezza. Mm. Like he's right up there in the. And top. a testament to
2: sort of that 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 era
1: of um, migrants as well, and coming yes. over and embracing the game. Yeah, and, he and, was yeah. the face of multiculturalism yep. in. In football, so, so, is he
0: a top ten most iconic name in footy? Oh, oh, yeah. Name,
1: yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, in my view. Geez, mm. we we'll have to do an overall Rushmore. <laughs> That's a different one. <laughs> no, no, we uh, yeah a list of iconic names. He for me is right <laughs> so, up near the top. You had a third lock, so, so I'm, and I'm comfortable yeah. with these so yeah, far. I'm yeah. happy to
2: throw out some more names later. But... Yeah,
1: my third lock, uh, again, you know, same era, Bruce Dool. <sighs> 356 games, four premierships. Uh, halfback flank in the AFL Team of the Century, selected in 1996. Um, one Norm Smith Medal for uh, you know as, as a defender. They had not too yes. many of them doled that's out. Fair. Um, four best and fairies. four best and fairest. Uh, we will. In a competitive s- era. You know what's you know and I
0: don't disagree. I think mm. I think he is a, a lock on on Carlton's Mount Rushmore. But you know what's interesting and I he could could be the only player. Do you know how many goals Bruce Dool kicked? handful. 20-odd? 20? 20? 22. So, good guess. But he probably have the lowest goal count that'll make his team Uh, count. Rod
1: Rod Carter, who played for Sydney, I, I still remember this, Tilt. He kicked his first goal well after his 300th game. Yeah, but Imagine he's not the, getting on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> seeds. okay. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. And
2: then, so, so, so all, already, I'm starting to see there are names, you know, Carlton royalty that's missing. Yeah. Out so, here. so, I'm.
0: Yeah. I, I don't dis- disagree with any Of course, I've got all those names, but the one guy that I had pretty high up, in, in, in very close to vying for top spot, was Stephen Kernahan. Sticks.
1: Oh I well, so. okay. I'll, you guys have a crack. The only other two names I have on this list, shortlist, so I've got a shortlist of five. Yep. And the other two names are Stephen Kernahan and Stephen Silvani. I think a Silvani has to be on this.
2: You know, you talk about Carlton, you talk about the Italian link, the the migrant connection, and an iconic family. He is the guy, isn't he? Could, could, was, was back, could swing forward, you know. You talk about 312 games and, as a full-back most of the time, 200 goals. Mm. So you talk to your 300, 300 point. Yep. 300, 200 as a guy who was you know, not necessarily a, a forward at all. Yep. I, I think
0: Steve has to be on that list. Okay. Well, just making the case for stick, So, most goals, 738. That's the average nearly three a game over his career. 11-time Carlton leading goal kicker. Phenomenal. Carlton captain for 11 years and yep. led the team to two flags and three... Carlton
1: best and fairest, and appointed captain at the age of 21 or 22 or whatever. it was. I, I, I don't know how he doesn't get on. Well, I don't know I don't want to influence you guys, but he does. For me, Kernahan fractionally shades as Silvani. Well, yeah, for me, Kernahan just any ahead wiggle of room on. Uh, See, I, I tend to think. On
0: I, yeah, I tend to think it's Nichols, Kernahan. Sylvani,
1: sorry, Jezolinko, Silvani. Oh, you got no duel. I'm 356 on... games, four premierships, <sighs> AFL team of the century, four best and fairest, and I will tell you, I'm sorry, I know this is where I'm going to play the old codger card. <laughs> <laughs> <A> Club <couple> supporters <laughs> watching this now, pondering the possibility <laughs> of no Bruce. You guys are going to get some very interesting... Yeah, but the of, the Carlton supporters are also pondering the idea of... The Carlton supporters always listening. will be listening,
0: thinking, po- you know, pondering the possibility of no Sticks or no uh, Sylvain. It's not like we're saying uh, Patrick Cripps has to be on instead yeah. of Bruce Goodman. No, Good. no, they don't. I mean, no, whoever misses leave, those three is really stiff. You're leaving out, really out an, a, an icon okay, of the well, club. Well, you're leaving out icons. Craig
2: Bradley, all-time games record holder. Yeah. Um, you know... Uh, Anthony Coodafitis, you know, iconic '90s and early 2000s footballer. Like everyone Wayne, wanted to be Wayne Kuda. Johnston. Wayne Johnston, the Dominator. Um, you know, I mentioned, I mentioned, uh, I've mentioned a couple. Serge of players so played 239 far. games. Um, if you want to keep going down the goal kicking list, Harry Valance, yeah. who not many people know a lot about, so I, I like, safe, but he kicked a lot. He kicked 722 majors, but not in consideration. Yeah. And this is kind of, I guess, like you know, we just don't know enough about that yeah. era. And, and
0: I like the as you've probably seen already with um, a couple of. And nominations I've had for the, the other clubs but the what ifs or what could have been and yeah. one one for Carlton is fev fev you know 575 mm. goals from 187 <clears throat> games now that's you you'll hear of other players from 50 60 70 years ago that were doing that regularly mm. but the era where he was doing it and in a woeful Carlton side yeah yeah was unbelievable. No, no, it's a good affair. How and, many leading goal kicker gongs? Success? Oh, I'm not sure, but I imagine he did just about every year he was yeah. there. I mean, he, he was a phenomenal player. Yep. And for, for a, I mean, whenever I think of Feb, I, I still can't not remember when he got stranded on 99 in 2008 and couldn't get his 100th goal <sighs> yes. the, the same night Buddy he got his 100th for the Hawks. mm uh, i never forget Alastair Clarkson for that. Double teaming him with a minute to go when they're up by about 80 points. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's a um, discussion for another day. Yeah, but I just think, imagine if he played even, forget 300 games, what about 260 games and Carlton were a little bit better? What if Cooter what
2: doesn't do his knee, wins a Brownlow and, and kicks another 50 goals and suddenly he's on that list of 300 and 300? Um, you know, there's a few of these and you, know, you go back even further uh, and Carlton, rich in South Australian history in poaching a lot of these players, Um, Peter Motley was supposed to come across and become one of the greatest Carlton players of all time and unfortunately, tragically, never got the chance. And
1: and such a great player too. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, when uh, Motley, Kernahan, and Bradley Bradley all came together at the start of 86, I mean, that was just so massive. Um, And and, uh, speaking of interstate connections, Carlton had a strong Western Australian connection too. Big time, yes. Uh, And Kenny Hunter, a great Carlton player.
2: Again, these are names that we're got but to find. But I think, stiff I think and... okay, we let's
0: we're gonna
1: get back sort this to the, uh, out. Yes. It comes down to those three um, for those two spots. So where where do you have dual rank? You've got him. I've got dual third, three, third. yeah, and clearly third behind clearly Nichols
0: third. and Jezza.
1: And I, I think the danger is, I think you like unobtrusive, but he yes. he just never got beaten by his opponent. He's got credits in the bank, right? He's played, also played, played on. Keepers, you know, regularly played on Royce Hart, one of the all-time greats, and beat him. Could play on Smalls as well. Was still doing it in his mid-30s. You know what I reckon counts for, like,
0: 0.001 of a percent? Like, just, for these things where we're so, we can't quite, the look... The, the iconic look, he, he's, an, he, he's a very recognisable...
1: Icon. Mount Rushmore, you have that here, people know who that is. So much so you can remember who actually ripped the headband off him and it was Tony Bahadjo <laughs> in the 1981 night Okay, it sticks fight. with the mullet. So maybe it sticks, yeah, Dool. Yeah. Silvani and it, misses Nichols
2: out? And, and Silvani misses For out. For me. That, uh, it, hey, I mean, it's sporting it families, the Silvani's on the, on the, well, on is the Mount he, Rushmore in terms of if he was a family. Is he the Rushmore. best fullback of all time? Isn't he a uh,
1: fullback of the century? He's officially fullback of the century. But he misses a... out. Well, I'm, yeah, but no, also
0: Dool in that team, right? Dool is in that. Yeah. Team. Yeah,
1: yeah. So Geez, I mean, we got, we got to cop a copper bit here. You're going fans, to. You are going are you to. I think we've going? explained it pretty well. Yeah, I, I think
0: so. And this is the reality. No matter who you leave off, it's like I said. We're not trying to squeeze in. Uh, Lockie Henderson. We're not trying. Yeah. We're, we're, we're like you're leaving out a good time. talent.
1: I, so yeah, I, I, I don't think we can explain it any better than that. But any disgruntled current supporters, please direct all your hate mail to <laughs> Matt Walsh <laughs> and Jake Michaels. At I, footy I, tips I, I've on got Twitter. no part of it. At so tips so on we'll
0: just recap again. So we've got Nichols, uh, Jesalinko, yep.
1: Dual, yep. and Kernahan. Correct. And and Silvani. Many apologies to the whole Sylvani family. Anyone
0: yeah. current. From the blues that you could see making a push. I don't think so. I mean, I, everyone will say Patrick Cripps is the most likely. If Silvani's stiff. I, I don't think. Put it this way: if Silvani, or if if yes, what Jack? No, no, no. As in, as if
2: if, if Steve Silvani is stiff to stiffed. Oh, I, out. sorry, yeah. sorry. No, that's what I'm going to say. Charlie Kerno.
0: Um, <sighs> I mean. <laughs>
1: I'm laughing. no,
0: without the benefit of hindsight. Nah, nah, no, he's
1: a talented player, but like. He let, has got time on his side. He I mean, has, he has. He's, he's got time on his I think side. think wins a flag or two, he'd You say never it about Sam Walsh, couldn't you? He could, could have win five brown lights. Yeah. It's hard um, to see it happening. It
0: home. is hard. I think it's not as if we're. I think Lockie Neal is more likely to get on Brisbane's than either Cripps or Curno on Carlton's. It's
1: too thing. late for Cripps, I think.
0: Yeah, Cree, what would Cree have to do? He'd have to win at least another Brownlow, and probably Captain Carlton to a premiership. At least be, one flag to be
1: even in consideration. Oh, I think we've exceeded our Carlton
0: a here.
2: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get onto the next club. And speaking of clubs that may have current players in the mix, I think the Pies are probably one where we could head that way. And and I think we're all in agreement with this.
0: Uh, well, absolutely. Um, are you talking about the young Nick Dacos? <laughs> we could be. Are you talking about players in the future or are you talking about right now? Are we getting straight into it? Yeah, I'm talking about right now. All right, well, we will get straight into it. And I think, I mean, Rowan might disagree in terms of the order, but I think there's no doubt he'll have this guy on there, at least I hope. Um, Scott Pendlebury, and in my opinion, one of the best three players I've ever watched play um, in my life. I'm not, you know, I haven't seen players from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I mean, like live. Um, I only really have... 20 years of live that I can remember with my own eyes. Um, and there aren't many that I've ever watched that are more skilled, as smart as he is. Uh, so your take... longevity aspect. Yeah, of the... so then you take that and then you combine it with the longevity and then you combine it with the accolades. So he's most games for the club, 383, soon to be 400, you'd imagine, next year. Uh, most goal assists, most clearances, most inside 50s, most tackles for the club, most disposals, most tackles in the history of the game. Collingwood captain for nine years, two-time premiership player, Norm Smith Medal, five best and fairest. God knows how many times he's finished top three. I think it's about thirteen times or something. Uh, six All Australian selections, uh, three Anzac Day medals, and as I said, he he's on three Anzac Day. Medals. Only two only players from two teams can win those. It's still an accolade that you win. What you you three more than Courtney John? You're not gonna yeah. You're not gonna give him credit for it. Um, he is he is <laughs> on a very
1: very short list yes. of the. Best players I've ever seen. Um, yeah, no, I, I concur with everything you've said. I don't think um, he's number one on the list. He's not my number one, no. but he's probably number two. Yeah. This, Should I, mean, I say who number one is? Well, just, just uh, on I Pendlebury,
2: I think one of the things that, that highlights just how good he's been for such a long period of time, it's not like he's had, you know. He might be the most
0: consistent player of well, all time. I feel fifth like fifth most yeah, Brownlow
1: votes in history and has not won it, so he's yeah. the ho- he's he's the got the most, the most without f- winning. Without it. winning yeah. it. I feel like the kudos for him has come in a rush, and and, and but in a way, it's a testament to him as well. Yeah. It's as like approach four hundred,
2: you kind of you get yeah. retrospective, a introspective a about
1: it. Yeah, because it's like, hang on a sec, look at those numbers, yeah. and then you think, and it's that consistency of performance. Mm. He's been, you know, top three BNF so many times. Yeah. You know, um, you know twenty-five sit- plus disposals every, virtually every week. Yeah. Uh, the unflustered nature of the way he plays, the creativity. The, apparently, he played basketball. Um, oh, that, really? That's, that's, we <laughs> we, do, we do hear <laughs> that a bit, but it, but I but I think the way a he plays, it, it,
0: his game style was always going to stack up in terms of playing. Uh, late into his 30s because yeah. he didn't rely on the explosiveness or the pace. He relied yeah. on his skills and his intelligence on the field. And that's why we don't see a decline from him. You know, we see a decline from players that rely... They lose that that step or that burst and you, you're not the same anymore.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, we don't see it, on it... I think,
0: you know, probably around three... It's and maybe he's not, two. He's, maybe maybe four, maybe three. See, I think that I think that's low.
1: I think he's at, at the lowest second.
0: At the lowest
1: yeah. second. I who's have, your number one? I, I tend to agree. There's, uh, some, there's some So well, who's your and number one? And he's not yet done. I, I suspect I, know. I suspect we've got different number ones actually. Well it's got to
2: be the second all time on the VFL AFL goal kicking list. Well, that's it. mine. Yeah, I think he's number one comfortably, yeah, Gordon so Bobre. Nuts. Nuts.
0: <laughs> Gordon Coventry, 1299 goals, uh, 306 games, 16-time Collingwood leading goal kicker. Which Which is is just... just, And
1: and you have a look at the scores that were happening in footy at
0: that time. It's just how. Yeah, so from 1922 to 1937, every single one of those years, he led Collingwood in in goals. Yeah. Six times he led the league in goals. Five-time Premiership player. Again, you say these numbers, but you just got to say them again. Five-time Premiership player, 16-time leading goal kicker. It's remarkable... Um,
1: Hall of Fame legend, AFL Hall of Fame absolutely. legend My But apologies. interesting,
0: only one best and fairest mm. <laughs> What does <laughs> well, that say about the me, award? Uh, midfield audience? bias Oh,
1: it says it's, I mean, these were They call them the Invincibles So were four flags in a row 27 to yeah. 30 And then, you know They won also two Another two Was it 35, 36? You know, they were They were just so far and away The best club of that
0: era So, the other thing with him is so twelve ninety nine goals, just for context. So he's obviously first for the Pies, second, second overall.
1: Yeah, uh, second overall. Um,
0: yeah. Second at the Pies is Peter McKenna with eight thirty eight goals. Yeah. Now that's a gap of four sixty one. That is that's Jamie Elliott and Brody Myercheck's career goals combined. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the gap.
1: Yeah, it's yeah.
0: just extraordinary. And this yeah. is, I
2: think, where we're, we're balancing. I think Colling is a great example. You're balancing the more modern and the, you know recency bias yeah. with with a bit more. And you can you can take a step back and look at Gordon Coventry's resume and his career and say,
1: yeah, that's a
2: legend of that club. He mm. is an icon. He mm. is the mountain He's a face of it.
1: Well, think about this too. You mentioned Peter McKenna, and I am old enough to have seen Peter <laughs> McKenna play in the flesh. He is one of the all-time great full forwards in footy history. Peter McKenna and Coventry is 400-whatever goals ahead of that. Yes. Mm. You know, it's a, he's a walk-up. Well, he's an eight. Yeah, yep. Okay, so we've got Co- Coventry, number
0: one. Pendle's number two. And we're not too concerned about the the ranking, but I think it does help. Well, Mount Rushmore's yeah. even, yes. isn't it? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do it for the sake of it, but uh, yeah. who, who are we talking about for the other a,
2: You can throw a few names around. Yeah, yeah.
0: so I think there's a few. I, I, I have a feeling there's a couple of names you'll say, so I'll, I'll go with another one. And it's a face... It's a player that really feels like the face of this club, Mm. and that's Nathan Buckley. Yeah. Um, 260 games, which is seventh overall, a Brownlow medal, a Norm Smith medal, as you you touched on before, 2002. Yeah. Seven All Australians, six best and fairest, and I think most people have him in that conversation of best player to ever win a premiership. Yeah, the few yeah yeah. There's a few in it, but I oh, think absolutely. I think yeah. he's in, he's he's in that. yeah. Yeah, I think he's in the that conversation. And are, are you
2: t- kind of to our point off the top where we're, we're saying you know it might be easy to be influenced by
0: players in the media or, in, or coaching, and he's done both. Yeah, oh, I, is, I think there, is there a sense I, of that? I think so. Just like I I, I mentioned to you last week when we were so we shouldn't talking be considering his coaching. We career. shouldn't, but I think we do. It's the same with you know awards that are named after such and such player. You know, I think that. Helps to sort of reiterate the name well, hang of who the player. Uh, but, is. Uh,
1: but sorry, I'm not trying to be clever here, but are, are we saying his coaching career adds to his claims or detracts no. I think No, no, no. We're well, well, it it...
2: looking at just play, the playing career. Just <clears> yeah, yeah.
1: no, but I, I know. Are you... the... Subconsciously, yes, though. Yes. But yes. are you saying. If, it should.
2: Sure, in... No, no, I, I think that Buckley's still there. I think he's, he's definitely in the conversation. He, he's, you know, one of maybe a handful that you could have in spots three and four.
1: Oh, to me, he's clearly. Number three, really? Number oh, three? oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and this is not just me saying. Oh look, I'm not such an old codger, but <laughs> no, superstar. And and 200, you know, 200. What was it? 60. 200 60 games. games. Um, Norm Smith, you know, which despite what I said before, you know, it was a pretty great performance. Brownlow, and six best and fairest, seven all Australians. You know, it, it speaks for itself. Yeah. And he was, he was powerful, and he was. You know, Another one of these guys, like we've mentioned Rashuda,
0: we've mentioned Black, these these big bodied yeah, bulleting yeah.
1: midfielders. But you know, you think of him, you know, surging out of the middle like that. Um, you know, early on there was a bit of a knock on his kicking at times, but I think he, he fixed that up and, and But you and, could say that about a lot most midfielders, I think, yeah. certainly in the last thirty years. But, but I you know, I think as an icon, as a sort of a you know, in terms of status he, he ranks as high as well, you know, most Collingwood players. Do you think most what
0: Collingwood people would have Bucks or Pendles higher? On like like they're both probably going to have both Does on there. Does it depend on your vintage? Board? Maybe.
1: I reckon, I suspect now they'd probably most would probably have Pendlebury. Tip the hat to because he's to yeah he's you know he's 120 games past Buckley. Mm. Um, he's one All Australian fewer and. How many BNFs fewer? Uh one, one, one BNF fewer. Yeah, but but, the, but, but two, that consistency. Two two yeah. And
0: and soon to be 140 games. Mm. So, I mean that's yeah it's if we were to start looking elsewhere, there are uh,
2: there's a name that, that's standing out to me and, and I, I, I've changed my mind a couple of times looking at, at Collingwood. And I think maybe it was the discussion about like icons so you can just picture on the on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah,
0: and it's not to cut you off, but it is hard to weigh up the... How much do you go with Icon and how much I mean, do you go with... Okay, so the most can games. I chip in here? Because okay. I
1: think this is almost the, the most symbolic example of a guy whose numbers aren't going to stack up, but in terms of... Respect and iconic status. Okay. Right up there. I hope we're, we're on do the same know page. Bob Rose. Oh, not quite. I, I mean, know who I, you I, I, like I think though. I know this who you're is, thinking. Who
2: are you? Who I are you? think you're thinking of Peter Day. I think I'm, th- I'm thinking of Peter Day. Yeah, well, when you think right of a guy who's turn. on the list, I mean, well, Rose is a great call, and and you're right. It's not the it's not the numbers, but it's it's the gravitas. Well, I'll tell
1: you why not the numbers for Bob Rose because he he left the club, relatively young, to go and play country footy. But, so he's 152 games, mm. one premiership, four best and fairest, one leading goal kicker. So the numbers... The numbers look okay. But without... he, he, you know, no more respected figure yep. in Collingwood's history. I guess I'm just sort of yeah, thinking it's... on the run here. Maybe one thing that you take away from it is a lot of that sort of iconic status is tied up with his time as Collingwood coach. Yes. Mm. And, and how phenomenally the part unlucky part it, right? they were. And just for you young out there, <laughs> I mean under his coaching they lost the sixty four grand final by four points. So lost sixty six by one point. Mm. They lost seventy by ten points yeah. after being forty four points and up at half. Do
2: you want the, the collie wobbles on the Mount Rush ball? <laughs> I can I
1: can make jokes uh, because
2: they want a flag this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, look I think Peter yeah, I, I do think the the iconic status has to count for some. Talk about said.
2: families that'll end up on the Mount Rushmore. And on I the family think, Mount Rushmore. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'd put Peter Dacos up there because hes you can just make a few... Get the chisels out, make a few changes and put in, make, turn into Nick <laughs> in the nick Well, can I just say, time.
1: I think Colleen Dacos should be on Mount Rushmore because <laughs> she's one of the great women in the football world. Uh, other names? Uh, Lou Richards. I mean... I, I can't... Well... Can you, sorry, I'm not. Big, uh, yeah, no, no, no. A, a former ghost of Lou Richards, it's hard to, you know, if you're around Melbourne or around football in the 70s and 80s, there was no bigger name in football exactly. than Lou I Richards.
0: Thought, I thought it was Jezza. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but Lou's, uh, in fairness, Lou's reputation was shaped. Post-career, as good a player as he was. You've given thought to To,
2: Dane Swan at some
0: point? Well, I mean, Dane Swan's a name, we talk about iconic players. I mean, probably not as iconic as Peter Dacos, but I mean, he's another one that is, um, I I would say, yeah, I think Bob Rose is someone that, I I spoke to someone in our office who's a Mad Collingwood supporter, and Bob Rose is one of his first um, As he said, That's what I'm saying. but
2: but but with the caveat of the we can't sort of I can't remember if I if I yeah, mentioned that to
0: lines, him or not. Blue but lines, I think James Swan, I think Peter Dacos, I think Buck, I think these guys are way more Collingwood and way more iconic. S- Tony Shaw uh, you know, is you, another player. Oh,
1: I don't well, let's not just you know he's more than just an yes. addendum here. 313 games, uh, a premiership, and it's hard to overstate the significance. Of that 1990 premiership, 32-year mm. premiership drought, the Collie wobbles. It's a great point. He led that premiership, and and he, when you, you know, I remember it, you know, painfully because I'm an <laughs> Essendon supporter. But he was his captaincy of that team is one of the great captaincy performances in football history. He yep. grabbed that team and said, "This is what the standard you got to get to," and he drove that. He and Lee Matthews drove that premiership. So he's a massive figure yep, in the right. Where are we leaning here? Because we well, need to I, move well, I
0: think it's it's a clear uh, Penderbury, Coventry, Buckley. Yeah. And we're arguing
1: the fourth between... And it's really tough.
0: Rose, McKenna, Thompson, Shaw, Dacos, Swan, whoever other name you want to throw Okay, okay
1: well, we'll just have to vote, I guess. I'm going to go for Rose because uh, whilst there is that thing about the coaching, as a kid growing up and even as an adult, people, the reverence with... With which his name is yep. put out there. Sure. I can't go past that.
0: I won't be too disappointed if
1: Bob Rose gets on, but I, I
0: tend to think Peter Dacos. I really think the. And. this guy that hasn't done well, a whole lot of media sorry, but, and
2: didn't get into coaching. Yeah, as but, far but, as but I, I think concerned. now
0: that he. He's in. He's the same as these other guys because he now is back in the public eye again because of his son's playing. Yeah. So he, so, he has done some media, oh, incidentally. Yeah. And very good. We
2: talked about also, this three, four years ago. I think he'd still
1: be on that short list. Yeah, I do too. Uh oh, gee. It, it's tough. Oh, I'm. I'm okay. I'll. I'll so I'm. F- I'm happy with Dakes or Rose. Are you happy with Dacos over Shaw? <laughs> <sighs> Um, this is it, sir. yeah, and McKenna. Yeah, like yeah. M- McKenna, are we, yeah. are we ruling McKenna out? Well, yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Um, I'm Yeah, I'm happy with Dacos over Shaw because he was just... And Shaw, sure, he was a great player for different reasons. Oh, God, I hope he doesn't... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about upsetting both of them. I get on... I know and get you on get, with... You do get on well with both of them. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, if we're voting, and I know we're, we're,
0: we probably have to move on to... Uh, the next club, but I, I think I think it's Dacos. I'm happy with Dacos. Apologies to I think to the name Sir Bob Rose. I, I, I really do think that name, and that is that is a factor as well. You know the iconic names, and we spoke about Alex Jeselinko before. I I really do think that Peter Dacos. Yeah. And the Dacos name.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah no, blurring the lines there, but yeah. yes, oh, yes. I can I can live with that. Okay. Um, sure. So, so we're going. You have, you have Rowan's number. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly does. So so we're going. Uh, in order, we, we are doing an order: yeah. Coventry, Pendlebury, Buckley, Dacos.
0: I think so. Happy with that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, uh, there's good. Yeah, any, any current players, really quickly? I mean, Nick. Oh, I mean, it's hard to give say. Give a tour. Yeah. I mean, it does seem ridiculously premature. Darcy Moore. But no, Nick's Nick's the one. If there's one that's going to do it, it's Nick. Yeah. yeah. And, and and he would be he'd be knocking his old man off. Yeah. I imagine. Oh, gee, there's a. Family Christmas chat.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we should move on. Uh, Rowan, you've been uh, looking at this club for a, a lot, a long time.
1: Too long. <laughs> Too long. Uh, Taking and we're gonna years be... off my life. Can well, I
2: sit this one out? <laughs> we'll, we'll just leave this one to you. But uh, it is time to look at the Bombers. So Essendon, um, and there are some, you know, you talk about Hall of Fame legends. Mm. There are a few names that that, that the uh, the Bombers have produced, whether that's playing or or coaching or a bit of both as well. And yeah, um,
1: this is going to be a tough one. It's, well, it's tough and, and not, because like at the top end, I don't think it is. They pick really. themselves? Yeah, I think they do. And it's interesting with Essendon. Um, I don't know, another club may have done this, but I can't think of too many that have. Essendon, as well as a team of the century, which most of them did, uh, Essendon did a champions of Essendon ranking thing, where they ranked the top twenty-five it's players. It's interesting uh, that they history. would do that—the yeah, the club okay. ranking their own players—and right. they did
0: this. So they well, did is, this. is
2: it like? A, is it? Do they have a, a team of the century as well? They yeah. do. It. Okay, but this is separate. Yeah. this is
1: since the, so, uh, up until recently. Yeah. So they did this. Was, in, I'm pretty sure it was 2002. Right. right. Yeah. Okay, and it included current players at that point. It did. Yeah, and and one uh, whom I thought was. A bit controversial because I thought it was like a, here's a here's a, a sop to the young generation. Right. So I thought that I'll I'll get to this. But number one is clear cut and and it's one one of those iconic names. It's Dick Reynolds. Yep. 320 games, four premierships, three Brownlow triple Brownlow medalist, yep. an AFL Hall of Fame legend, seven Best and fairest. You know, one of Brownlow at what was it, 20 or 21? You know, like absolute prodigy. No, I'm not so old. I saw him play, obviously. <laughs> um, you know, even, even the end to his career, so he he was coach and 1951, John Coleman famously got suspended in the last home and away game and missed the final series. So yes. And that was a premiership losing moment. Dick Reynolds came out of retirement and played in the grand final as captain coach. <laughs> Essendon lost by, I think, 11 points to Geelong. But... Um, yeah, just stuff like that. I mean, it, it's the legend of Dick Reynolds is, is one of the great football yep. examples. So he, the bombers, he's on the Mount Rushmore. And, the Mount. and definitely. And the other one, it's some people would say even more obvious. They named the goal kicking medal after yep. it. John Coleman, only 98 games. Yeah, know, so and, this is the controversy, yeah, right? So you work.
2: talk about, oh, stats don't matter, but they kind of do. But I think in this case, you look at the return, the strike rate, yeah. It's unbelievable. Oh, it's ridiculous. Over now, five
1: goals a game. Y- yeah, uh, one of two players in history to average more than five goals per game. I, stupidly, I haven't written down how many goals he actually kicked. 537 he... is my count. In 98 games. Two premierships. Uh, six-time leading goal kicker. AFL Hall of Fame legend. Named the goal-kicking medal after him. Uh, kicked 100 goals in his first season. Mm. 12 goals in his first game. Yep. Um, yeah, one of the great high marks of all time. And speaking, having spoken to um, a lot of people who watched him play, the, the late, great Jack Jones, Essendon icon, played with him. You know, listening to Jack talk about mm. playing alongside Coleman, friends of mine old enough to have watched him play, you know, the crowds literally followed him end from to end, end to end. Uh, you know, how many players in the history of footy have, have been of that stature? So. Yep. Um, I, you know, a relatively short career. Sadly, 1949 to 1953 was it? Oh, fifty No, 53. Uh, injured his knee, flying for a mark. Tragically, you know, had we had the medical technolog- uh, techniques yes. we had now, he would have been playing that again and played another fine. ten years. But uh, he didn't, and that ended his career. So I you think touched- they're
0: pretty. Clear cut, right? Absolutely. And the... just, just before we move on from Coleman, yeah. you did touch on it, the 98 games. I imagine he's going to be the only player... It's a great question. ...with that f- uh, under 100 Under 100 to make the... And, and not just make it, but, be, but feel it... like a lock? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I'd say so. Do, do we... Do we... And I'm not saying this because I want to
1: penalise him, but do should we penalise him at all for only playing the 98 games? Five seasons, was it? No, because uh, to me it just sort of adds to it because his stature is such... Off the back of relatively playing few yeah. games, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: if he played 250 games, we're talking about greatest player of all time. Well, I, we're talking I, about I'd leading the so. goal, probably the all-time goal. Well, season, do you know
1: right. do, do, there are people? They tend to be older, vintage, but there are people who who <laughs> say he was the greatest player of all time. Yeah, forget just small sample goal size. But,
2: yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? So, uh, well, that's two Hall of Fame legends. Yeah. There's a
1: third. That we could look at as well. Yeah, well, I've got the We're, last, in, or, we're in order so far here. So yeah, I'm yeah. Well, that the last we two finish. spots are hard. I, I think this guy. Um, so this guy in the Champions of Essendon ranking, this guy I think came in at number five. I've got him higher. He's number three for me because he's he's a modern, for me modern era player, mm-hmm. sort of changed the face of ruck work. Uh, a really. I see where you're going. Yep. A, I'm talking about Simon Madden. Started out as a key forward. In fact, I hope I saw Simon's first game. Um, you know, it was a, a goal kicking prodigy. Gravitated towards a ruck, a full time ruck after only after about three or four seasons. Mobile, huge mark, could go forward and kick goals. Technically, one of the best ruckmen of all time. Any ruckman will tell you that. His palming techniques and his bodying and did whatever. changed change the position. Yes, he did. He yeah. he absolutely did, and and changed it in a sense that he brought a, a a new level of mobility, and potency up forward. You had to be able to kick goals yep. when you went forward, but in terms of the craft, as good as we've seen, and the record is just out of this world. Three hundred and seventy eight games, games record. Off the top hold. of my
2: head, not many ruckmen are making uh, you know those that are used in those
0: kind of you know position it takes not a making... Time.
1: Exactly. That's a really good point.
0: Oh, there are not many Ruck... Believe me, there are not many Ruckmen I'm letting on these Mount Ruckmen. So, so, so you... <laughs> oh, that's right. You hate <laughs> Ruckmen. <I>
1: 378 <laughs> games, 575 si- goals. S- Simon, I know Simon will be watching this. Jake Michaels hates <laughs> Ruckman. 378 <laughs> games, two premierships, Norm Smith medal in 85, beating out for the Norm Smith, a guy who kicked eight goals, mind you, and Dermot Burren. Yes. Three-time leading goal kicker, uh four best and fairest um so for me he's a lock at number three yeah and and we're in order i've got i've got reynolds coleman madden one two three um which leads to me it's funny we're talking about some great names miss out so uh for me number four uh comes down to a choice of two so some apologies first uh tim watson my hero 32 on my duffel coat four best and fairest 300 plus games Yeah. Bullocking, the law of his, his Rover. when
2: he came into the league as such a young kid, yeah, yeah. as well, like that he was that's, six, it adds f- to the fifteen years, 15.
1: ten months. I saw his first game; it was a draw against Richmond out at Waverley in nineteen seventy-seven. I don't think that gets enough.
0: I don't think people understand that or give him enough Debuting credit for at that. 15. Yeah, because oh. we just wouldn't see it now. Well, just, well we you, can't, you, can't, you can't, we can't. We, yeah, to. yeah, but it's just, it's
1: an incredible part of his story. Yeah. And, and not only that, he, he was one of Essendon's best players immediately. Yeah. Like, 1978, his first full season, he was one of their best yeah. handful of players. And, and he's another th- one of those guys that's 300 games,
0: 300 goals. You know, third third for the club in, in uh, games and eighth in goals, three premierships and four best and fairest. So he's no slouch. Like, he's certainly yeah. worthy of...
1: of uh, Consideration, as is James Heard. Well, okay, so I'll cut to the chase here, otherwise we'll run out of time. <laughs> Essendon's had, you know, probably two great eras. That era, 40s and 50s, and you're talking about their, you know, Reynolds, Coleman, um, and one guy I'm about to bring up. And the later era, we've just thrown up Madden, Watson, Terry Danaher, yep. fantastic. Dual premiership captain, blah, blah, yep. blah. Um, you've thrown up James Heard from that later era. The guy that we need to throw up here, and as re- or close to as revered at Essendon as Reynolds and Coleman is Bill Hutchison. Yes, yep. two hundred and ninety games, two Brownlow medals, four premierships, AFL Hall of Fame legend, seven. And uh,
2: that, so that was where I was leaning with my third choice. But fourth, yeah. I think, is very comfortable given the way that we've justified Madden. I think that, yeah. that, that sits comfortably with me. Um, the stiff list is
1: unbelievable. The
2: eighth I, on the all-time goal-kicking list, Matthew, Matthew Lloyd. Lloyd? Well, 926 you,
1: goals. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sorry, apologies. I meant to throw in Lordy. But it's interesting. James Heard. You guys should talk about her because you, know, yeah. he, he, you I can I to it. I, 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 but it's anytime I watched. A Carlton and gap I feared. What yeah, James and would do. and I talk about the champions of Essendon list. He was put at number three in that list. That's, which is that right. Given that his career was still going at the time, mm. it's just yeah. unbelievable. It says says what a lot so, doesn't. It? So
0: he's another guy that's got two premierships and a Brownlow Medal. Five All Australians, five best and fairest. He won a Norm Smith Medal.
1: Yep, two thousand. Um,
0: yep. Led the Bombers in in goal kicking twice. Two hundred fifty three yep. games, three hundred forty three <laughs> goals. It's a great resume. He, uh, th- th- and you th- th- talk about for 8, eight years being as well. Tainted. And I, and I th- one so we talk about premierships and Norm Smiths and Brownlows and all these things. One part of it all that I think has to count for a lot is captaincy. Yeah. is yeah, massive yeah, yeah. and he was captain for 8 years. And a great captain.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and I think it's too easy to let herds
0: career as a whole being yeah. tainted I don't, I, and by I, and I, things off,
2: off the field yeah. and from
0: when he was a coach as well. And from what yeah. it seems like, Hurd's going to be more of the 5, six, seventh sort of point, so you yeah. might not get on here. but And I don't think that's got anything to do with you know post-playing days, Yeah, um, which I, I hope it doesn't.
1: Oh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, it shouldn't have. Been, uh, well, higher than that for me, for me, it, Essendon's list, you've got those three we mentioned, and then you've got... Sort of uh, Hutchinson Ford, v. Heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's down to that for me. So you're Heard ahead of 400 Watson. gamer. We should I've we should got ahead of Watson. Right.
2: We should mention the 400 gamer as well. Yeah. This, so this, this is interesting. interesting isn't isn't I, I, yeah, when yeah, I was
1: yeah.
0: talking to you a couple of weeks ago, I said, "Have you got him even in consideration?" And not really. And, and I'm the same. And that's. And I quite liked it because it was like, "Yeah, okay." Test
2: Great to an four
0: hundred games. Yeah. But that doesn't get you in. Yeah. No, and I don't think, and, and you're not. Who are you not, you're there'll, not knocking? There'll be
1: off. An, there'll be another big example of that a bit later down the alphabetical list. Yeah, oh, oh, so um, or a couple actually. Yeah, wow. there's a few. But, uh, but okay. I think
0: I, I I'm comfortable with that. I tend to yeah. think similar to what Rowan's saying. I, I think there's four that feel pretty comfortable as the four. Mm. And if you said do a do a second Mount Rushmore of five to eight, I feel like that would be relatively easy
1: as well. I think there's four yeah. and then another four. So yeah, I reckon um, Essendon, if we're if we're doing reserve ruck, <laughs> the, the backup Essendon's is going to be one of the, the pretty better. solid. So in order, yeah. we're going with. Uh, Well, if you guys are happy with this, Reynolds 1, Coleman Coleman, 2, Madden Madden, 3, Hutchison 4. I've got them in
0: the exact order here. I think that's the first one. And apologies
1: to a couple of players. And and credit to you two young tackers, for not going the recency box. Well, I thought about putting Zach Merritt on, but I knew you were not. (laughs) You you built up your credits as well (laughs) for for this. uh, But it's interesting, isn't it? There's there's three guys um, in Reynolds, Coleman and Hutchison the last game of any of that group was yeah. played in the uh, mid-50s. Yeah.
2: There you go. Hey, we've got one more club on this uh, little section of the podcast before we take a quick little break uh, and come back with the, the next <clears throat> lot of six clubs. And it is Fremantle, so we've gone from you know three clubs very rich in, in history yeah. going back many, many years... Uh, now we are jumping forward again. So we are looking at a club that you know is, is sort of in more in the modern era as we've spoken yeah, and, about. Yeah,
0: and just because
2: it doesn't may not have those
0: many years, it doesn't necessarily make it easier for some. No,
2: no, no. And Frio is a club, I think, that, that can be a little bit difficult to kind of nail down. And mm. there are some obvious ones, I think, as there always are. But when you get to that sort of three and four, you can throw a blanket over it. It's
1: a... a decent body of work. Uh, when you say, and we said this about Adelaide, you know, they're a newish club. But then it, it's nearly 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. And there's long enough to have season. I went over for their launch in ninety four, <laughs> you
0: know, like <laughs> who's your number one? So Jake? I I have two number ones based on two different things here. Come so on. when I think of free, I think the best player to ever play for Fremantle is Nat Five. Yes. He's a two time Brownlow medalist, uh, two hundred and eighteen games so far, hundred and seventy three goals. He averages one just under one Brownlow vote per game, which is the third best of all time. Dockers captain for six years, three All-Australians, three best and fairest, two-time AFL MVP. Um, he has struggled in recent years, but I, I think we do forget how good he was at his best. I, I agree with that, but i sorry, sorry. Yeah, but I, sorry, yeah, but I, I think you, this is where you're going to go. Yeah. Well, I think his best was the best that any Frio player has ever played, as kind of judged by two Brownlows. But yep. I think the face of Frio is still clearly Matthew Pavlich.
1: Well, wow, I, yep. I, I would go further than that and say, for me, Pavlich is a better player than Fife, as good as Fife has been. Pavlich... And that's all, to be
2: something to be said for the Brownlow being, you know, weighted towards midfielders as well. Yeah. I mean, and we I know talk, Pav went, uh, went there later in his career and, and
0: was good yeah, as well. Yeah. Pa, so. I, I don't think Pavlich was ever the best forward in the game.
1: No, but you're talking about a guy who won all Australian gongs as a key defender I and a key yeah, forward. I understand it's, that. We're talking
0: about a guy that... In Fife, and they're both on. Like they're both on. I think mm. that's pretty clear. Yeah. So are jost- jostling. We're, jostling yeah, for... uh, we're arguing something that is, doesn't really matter. But I, I think Fife. I think we really forget how good he was. I, I really. Do we? Yeah, um, yeah, I he's think still so. Playing. He's still playing, but because his performance has really dropped off in the last year or two, injuries, yeah. um, being pushed out of the midfield with yep. some of the younger guys coming in. I don't think people give him enough credit. I mean, you can go back a few years. Some of the games he played, some of those head-to-heads with... I remember a couple of head-to-heads with Patrick Dangerfield were just phenomenal. Where they both had like 40 and 26 contested possessions. He He was... He was... If not in the argument, he was consistently one of the top two or three players in the league for a long period of time. Yeah. I don't think Pavlich ever was. Well, I, I you, are leaning towards Pav one five yeah. two, and you're leaning towards yeah. five one Pav two. No, I'm. I still think Pavlich is one because whenever uh. we're talking about Frio, the club, who do you think of when you think of of Frio? More, I think I, I do think, it's think Pavlich. of Pavlich. He was the, he was the captain for nine Disservice years. Disservice or not to, to five? Yeah, yeah. I think you're you're trying to almost like justify. I, I think I think Fife
1: was the better player. I think we should. Sorry, you gave Fife's record. It's only fair we give Pav's yes, that's, record. Yeah. 353 games, eight-time leading goal kicker, <laughs> six All-Australian, six best and fairest. So he's got 700 majors. Sorry, this isn't meant to be near near 5, but he's got twice as many All-Australian gongs and best and Ferris as 5 and he's played 140 more games. I think you I think and I don't know where you are a bit on the fence as per as per
0: usual. Oh, you're je- you're like, you don't know, you generally. I'm the facilitator here for you But guys. I do think you're holding out for Clive Waterhouse. Yeah. I think you're. I think you're selling that Fife a little short. No,
2: no, absolutely not. But I think if you're if you're looking at the bodywork over a long period of time, if I think of the face of Frio, it's it's Matthew Pavlik. That's what I've said. And, yeah. And this is and this is and this is because I think he was very um, he was very approachable as a leader as a player. Yeah. And I think Fife and this is this is no crack at him whatsoever. But he's not that kind of leader. And he's I not think... that kind of you know. Face of the club when when asked to do you know in front of the media. Yeah. I think I think part of that is the leadership, and I think the gravitas that Pav has attached yeah. to his name at that era at that club yeah. is enough to get him over the line of of Fife, who you know
0: absolutely wonderful
2: player. But you're talking about
0: icons of the club. Yeah, and that's where and that's where I think that's what I've said. So I, I... okay, good. We're on, oh, we're on the same page. I think we're right arguing yeah, the same thing. So we've thing. got Pavage I... won Fife two. Yeah, I think that's we're pretty comfortable yeah. with. Yeah. It. Okay. Not so.
1: You should go now. Yeah,
0: I I think three for me is pretty easy, and it's David Bundy.
1: Yeah. Um yep. And it give his record. And,
0: and I think I, I'm just thinking back a couple of years ago to your favorite player. He was he he is one of my favorite. Couldn't players. listen to the podcast. Yeah, in two 2000 ago, 2021 when without... He his first half of the season, he was really? br- oh, on J-J track with the brand. He's a favorite Mundy, player. Mundy, Mundy, no, Mundy. He's not, I mean you'll still say that about every <laughs> second player, but he is one of my. He's such a great guy you've got the most unpredictable
1: sort of loves oh, it's, of very strange, yeah. it's very strange it's very entertaining though and then and, the complete
2: opposite is the, the hate for the ruckman and,
1: I'm I just, s- I'm still getting over that Brownlow's more important than the grand final one <laughs> not more I said it's more enjoyable <laughs> <laughs> to watch um, I agree I think I think Monday games uh, record holder
0: yeah, you know, so 370, iconic
2: moments that he had like oh yeah yeah 376
0: th- 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 3- 3- 3- th- games uh most for the club and, and like I said before it, you know he wasn't just getting to 376. His second last year, he halfway through the year, people thought he could win the Brownlow medal. He was yeah, that longevity. good for Freo. Um, See, the fourth one is of the most loves, loved of... players oh, at that club, one yep. of the most loved players in the league. Um, the only thing that kind of does hurt him is, certainly compared to some of these other players, only one All-Australian yeah. And only one club best and fairest.
2: And this is I think part of the the newer clubs is You're you not know when you have... compare them to these yeah. these clubs of, of you know that had periods of domination in a um in a in a competition that yeah. was smaller, firstly, mm. and probably easier to win if you were a good side, you are gonna have the newer clubs where they, there are guys that are icons of the club that yeah. probably just didn't have the same accolades and that's yeah. fine.
0: Yeah. But I, I think Aside from the the, ga- the games, three seventy six, I don't think the numbers and the accolades tell the full story. No, City no, he, he,
1: he's another Mark Bickley in a way, for me, Mundy. And I think, as you said, you
0: know, the, the he, he had a, an iconic goal after the siren against Richmond. I reckon he had another one, maybe in the last minute to win it also against Richmond. Maybe um, a very clutch player, uh, a very a, a brilliant ball user. One of the I, I still think of him and just. One of the best thirty-meter kicks going inside fifty, hitting a target, um, and yeah, just a well-liked player and an iconic-looking player. Who are we talk about for Bruce Dawe? I think that, I think the appearance of someone counts. Uh, yeah. It might sound silly, but I think it, it well, does what, count for what, something.
2: What's sort just of just the long, long hair, the long blonde locks behind him? That's just the. A...
0: You know, the sort the, the of surfer look, look, isn't the, the it? The real free kind of like of you look good, with, look good with that. mass <laughs> <The> surfer. <laughs> well, so I, I don't think... I think that's pretty fair. I, I can't imagine there are too many people yeah. that would argue that he shouldn't be on it. Now, there are a couple
1: of other names that you, you could throw up for, for well, fourth well, spot. well, that's three, right? So, that's
2: three. That we're that's happy and, and pretty that's happy. That's three, and I
1: reckon fourth... I reckon fourth is pretty clear as well. Oh, Who's that? Sandalance. Aaron Sanderlands. 271 games. Two Best and Ferris, yeah. four all Australians. I'm one of the club, okay. And the only other, I'll throw it up. The only other contender I've got uh, is Peter Bell. See, Peter Bell is one of those interesting
2: players who split his time yes. at clubs. And if you and took it he... as a whole, he'd yes. almost be a walk-up. Yeah. And, and this is this is the thing. And there are going to be some. I think there are going to be some very big names. Yeah, so, later and we're down talking some of the best players of all time that will not get on either list. Correct. Purely because they split their time. Yes. Down the down the middle, yep. and yep. and we're talking about you know you know, spoiler alert, Lance Franklin, and we need yeah. to have a big discussion Jeez, about where he, <laughs> he ends up on either a Hawthorne or Sydney. Spoiler. Well, yeah. we're going to have a big discussion see, about Matt, that.
1: See the, see, the legends of football always say, you know, you, you want to be a one-club player. When they say that, what they mean is, you want get to on get on, the, on you know, ESPN you know, free <laughs> podcast <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> hey, That's about, the payoff.
0: What about Paul Hazelby? Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Give Michael his numbers. Walters.
0: Michael, see Michael Walters is where's he in the goals? He's, he's, he's second, the second all time. Yeah, I mean Hayden Ballantyne,
2: really? only 171 games, but like iconic kind of figure at the club. Uh, Jeff Farmer's another one of those guys who had he played six, seven yes, seasons at Yes, the for whiz, him. Yeah. Uh, and and you know I think you probably for someone who probably didn't see enough or all of his career, I probably still think of him as a demon. But he's not getting yeah. on either of these lists, is he? I still, being,
1: Wa- uh, I still think Waterhouse is stiff.
0: <laughs> um, Sandilands. Probably it does get the nod over all those other guys. Gee, I don't know about having back-to-back clubs with Ruckman. <laughs> we can't have another one. Do you do you make Sandalands taller than the rest
2: on the Mount Rushmore too? Oh, by I the think way? you have to comfortably the, you, the tallest guy on you, any list.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I, have I, if, I went. I'm trying to remember what what year it was, but the after party at the Brownlow, I was standing next to him, and I just I just started laughing, and I, I had to say to him, I said. I'm sorry, I said, but a lot of people must stand next to you and just start laughing. He said, "Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> just ridiculous." Oh dear. Uh,
2: okay, I think
0: so. I guess we're in agreement then. So oh, it's, I, I it's think Pavlich, so. Pavlich, Five. Fife, Mundy, Sandlin's, Mundy yep. and Sandlin's, and I think we've mentioned with a couple of other clubs. I mean, it's hard for Patrick Cribbs or Zach Merritt to crack onto there, Mount Rushmore. But the current freeo players, I mean, who knows? Caleb Sarong, Andy Brayshaw—they've got a long career ahead of them. We, we it's not.
1: It's not out of the realms that they knock Aaron Sandlin's off. Yeah, for, for me, this of the six we've done, this is the... The weakest? No, I was going oh, to say, say clearest cut.
2: Yeah, that's probably fair. I think we
0: were all pretty... I mean, we were throwing up a few names there, but um, probably, yeah, you're right. On on I'm five to eight. Yeah, I don't think it's disrespectful to say. I, I, think, I think if we're ranking them in terms of the quality, one to six so far, I've I'm pretty comfortable saying I think that was disrespectful I think
1: for rest assured someone will interpret that as being disrespectful Uh, it is disrespectful but address all correspondence (laughs) (laughs) well I think that's going to wrap things up for part one
2: uh, of the ESPN footy podcast the Mount Rushmore special Uh, do stay tuned for part two like I said if you do have any uh, I don't know feedback, criticism or if you want to let us know we're doing a great job we are at Footy Tips on Twitter or X uh, but stay tuned for part two coming very soon
0: Thanks for joining us on the ESPN footy pod. Make sure to subscribe
1: wherever you get your podcasts.